I'm not, uh, I'm not much of a historian, but, but this day in history is kind of interesting. I mean, in this day, I think in 1916, the first U.S. combat, air combat mission ever, we, started, we sort of started our air superiority. <clears throat> On this day, um, the battle legalized gambling. Uh, Elvis put his first down payment on Graceland. The first Academy Awards ever was televised, so people could watch that foolishness in their homes. Uh, the president uh, uh, launched uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom in 2003, and then, kind of interesting since his basketball season, this was the day in 1966 that Texas Western, the first all African American basketball team, upset Kentucky. The, the upset really of the century, perhaps, in, in all sports, just up the road in College Park, Maryland. It's a great story, uh, backstory on this, including as they worked their way through this. And, and then, at, in those times, it was considered that team just wasn't intelligent enough, certainly wasn't disciplined enough, certainly couldn't upset uh, uh, the powerhouse Kentucky. And uh, on the day of the game, uh, the coach, uh, with the permission of the uh, uh, white basketball players, agreed that all the white basketball players would sit. They would play the whole game, five starters and two reserves, all African-American players. So there'd be no doubt uh, about exactly uh, what the potential is and, and what the reality was. So they pulled the upset of the century, you know, 30 miles down the road, so or a little less. So uh, here's what I'm hoping. The day in history I'm looking for is the day we finally repeal the STR. <laughs> That's the day in history. You wondered where I was going with that. <laughs> I know, I saw the blank looks. <laughs> so that's where I was headed, and uh, that's where we hope to go. Look, we're sort of sort of big picture. We're front-loaded on healthcare issues here uh, in the beginning, obviously with the STR and the clock ticking on March 31st, but also the work that we've been doing to prepare for King versus Burwell the Supreme Court decision first, putting together sort of a uh, general approach of what we will do and what we'll be ready for as Republicans should the Supreme Court rule against the IRS, and then the work we have to do between now and June or July to make sure that we translate the framework that you've read about in the Wall Street Journal into real uh, legislation. We've got an awful lot of work in Ways and Means Committee, along with our Energy and Commerce colleagues uh, here in the first few months of this year. But beyond that, uh, our uh, health subcommittee in, with the back and Chairman Ryan has been just terrific in allowing us to really uh, set an aggressive agenda. Beyond just what we're doing in protecting Medicare from fraud, we've also proposed a number of provisions really changing and reforming the way we pay hospitals, how we do audits, uh, how we're looking at you know both healthcare leading into the hospital the health care you get in that acute care setting, and then after you leave the hospital, as you go through the nursing homes and, and uh, rehabilitation and hospice and all that, payment reforms that really sort of get to the heart uh, of the matter. And so you're going to see us, while we've had over the last several years, we've had to focus a lot of our time on obviously the rollout of the ACA, and then finding a permanent solution to SGR. Not an easy job after a decade or so, but finding a solution that, that is supported not only by Republicans, Democrats in the House, in the Senate, but by over 600 physician groups around the country, and doing it in a way that we can actually afford it, uh, and in a way that we're, we are moving sort of a three-step process over the next de decade. The first four years, 
calling a timeout on the drama, you know, stabilizing our physician reimbursements, uh, trying to, to, to stop doctors from rethinking their relationship with Medicare, which they're doing today. In Texas, Lamar, less than half of all family physicians will see new Medicare patients. That's not unusual around this country. Um, and our doctors have gone from, over the last decade, Nancy knows this, from irritated to frustrated to angry to now they're acting. You know, they're rethinking their relationship, they're closing private practices, they're aligning with hospitals and institutions. And so, uh, if we want to solve this problem, we've got to reform the way we pay. And so, uh, the first step is to, to call a timeout on all the drama uh, and to move toward a system that reimburses not just on procedures but on quality. And not on the quality as Washington sees it, but the quality as our physicians are practicing it. Very important. And as we make that transition toward the end of the decade, uh, because of what we're doing early on, which is encouraging physicians and their, their groups to find new innovative ways to treat and to take risk, both on the upside and the downside, while they're still in fee-for-service, what we hope to do is to go from stability to quality to reimbursing both on quality and efficiency. That's a harder target to hit. Better health care at a lower price. And saying we have to do it in a way that you're moving the, the state of the art. Uh, you know, 25% of physicians today can do all that because they're in the models and they're in the systems that do that. But we have to do this in a way where a sole practitioner um, uh, in West Texas, Lamar, uh, can also move toward those same things. And so we find the time to do that in this process and the SGR replacement isn't a perfect bill, uh, but it really changes the discussion away from how do we stop the cut this year to how do we improve Medicaid and how physicians deliver it. Really important change in the whole foundation of that. Uh, to do that, we've got we've to repeal the SGR, we've got to replace it. There is a cost to it, as you know. I'm really <clears throat> cautiously optimistic about where we're headed over the next week. Uh, the speaker, <coughs> to his huge credit, uh, found some space with former Speaker Pelosi. Uh, to not only accept that, uh, pass that new approach on uh, how we reimburse doctors, uh, but also finding some structural reforms uh, that we frankly have, have not been able to really connect with the Senate on, um, and doing it in a way where while the, the, the current dollars we spend on, uh, on how we reimburse doctors is not paid for, because it is, frankly, what we do every year to extend this. But the new spending uh, is paid for. Structural reforms of Medigap, while it is a small change, the two, paying the first $250 of the Medigap um, uh, plans, and it is done in a future way, so it kicks in in 2020 with new Medicare patients, it's really important to tie it in with how we combine Part A and B, which is what we hope to do to make it just a smarter, less confusing way of delivering Medicare. It's the way we do it today for a senior, it would be the equivalent of buying uh, four, four insurance plans for your car, or the one for the outside of your car, another insurance plan for the inside, a third one for the engine, you know, and a fourth for the music system or the tires or something else. It's very confusing. We think there's a smarter, more uh, uh, collaborative way, simpler way for our uh, uh, seniors to buy Medicare. And 
Texas. So we're working hard on that, but the Medigap uh, reform is important, ties in with that. And then the means testing, uh, which is a big leap for some. While it is small, like most entitlements, the savings are small initially, but over time they grow. So we think these are very important structural reforms. So we see in this package really three key things. One, the reforms of how we reimburse our doctors, so critical. Two, the structural reforms in Medicare. But three, and maybe the most important for many of us, is that we know we have to make changes to save Medicare for the long term. Um, we can't do that until we first solve how we pay our doctors. You can't, you know, this is going to be a long runway to saving Med Medicare for the long term. We've got the designs for the plane. Um, but uh, we know it's going to take a while to, to build the plane, to build public momentum and support, to move it through Congress, but to get even start down that runway, we've got to get drag SGR off it uh, before we go. So that's one of the biggest motivations going forward. A lot can happen between now and next Thursday. We assume that the text will be ready to go on Friday. We are hopeful that Rules Committee will take it up Monday or Tuesday. Um, that we'll be ready to go at the end of the next week. There's a lot can happen between now and then, but I think we're closer than I've ever been uh, to getting this done. Uh, and we're working votes clearly on both sides of the aisle. So we're hopeful uh, we can get this done because I think the alternative is at least two more years of patches, two more years of uncertainty. All and, and every dollar we pay on a patch is not used to actually solve the problem. So we waste those dollars, my view, waste those dollars. So it's really critical we get this done now. It's not a perfect package, none of these things are, but those three critical reforms are worth moving this package. So I'm hopeful. We obviously got a lot to work on, on King and Burwell, all that. But Jim, with your permission, uh, can I stop? Sure. And take some, uh, some easy questions. <laughs> Don said that it'll be easy. It will. Um, so. <laughs> Thank you very much.